This episode is sponsored by the ALW Communications Agency. Visit www.alwagency.com for all your communications needs. This is the Dreamers Podcast, episode 118, with the co-founder of the Earn Your Leisure Media Empire, Michael McDonald. Today is May 23rd, 2023. If you go to your Instagram, you got an analytics dashboard and it tells you where the people are from. It tells you the age. It tells you what time people are viewing your content. If you start to understand the analytics of your data, you can amplify the amount of audience on your content because you know what age, you know what cities, what places, what times people are viewing your content. Once you understand the analytics and you have the data, there's unlimited access to viewing people because there's millions and millions of people that's 25. There's millions and millions of people that look on Instagram at a certain time. And there's things like that. I use that to my advantage. Hello, world. Welcome to the Dreamers Podcast. I am Annie's Wealth. I'm a financial coach and an author. I self-published my first book, Dream of Legacy, a guide to help dreamers reach financial independence and build generational wealth. In this podcast, I'll have conversations with experts and thought leaders who dare to follow their dreams. You'll hear about their journey and their money stories. I hope it inspires you, dreamers out there, to live life on your own terms. Come on, dreamers. Let's change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Dream of Legacy. Check out dreamoflegacy.com for resources, to assist you on your journey to financial independence. Before we get into today's episode, please take a couple minutes to go into Apple Podcasts if you're listening from an Apple device to rate and review the podcast. If you appreciate the free resources that are provided in this podcast, then the best way to let me know is to do just that. Reviews help the podcast be more visible and it helps other dreamers discover the podcast. So thank you. I appreciate you. And now let's get back to today's episode. Hello. Welcome to the Dreamers Podcast. I'm your host, Annelise Wealth. On today's episode of the podcast, I have a special guest. His name is Michael McDonald, and he is the co-founder of Earn Your Leisure. You may have heard of this huge media empire that is just going around the world, sharing financial literacy and helping more people build wealth. All right. So here's Michael McDonald. All right. Michael McDonald, welcome to the Dreamers Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So Michael, for any of the Dreamers that might not know about you, please tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Who is Michael McDonald? I'm a great guy. I will say that. I'm a person that enjoys building brands and seeing something in people and taking them to the next level. I've had a lot of business. I've grew a lot of businesses during my journey. But one particular business that I have a lot to do with and that I helped my two partners is called Earn Your Leisure. And we took literally three best friends from a small town called Greenberg. We took that to heights that we couldn't even believe. And it's become like a media giant that created other companies as well as Earn Your Leisure, like InvestFest, EYL University. Market Mondays. It's been an amazing journey these last four years building these brands. What's my responsibility behind it? I'll call myself a digital mogul. Sure, I copyrighted it. 
Like if it's marketing, if it's video editing, if it's video production, if it's lighting, if it's sound, everything you can think of that you see on your phone or even on your TV, I do. How you found this podcast is something that I do for Earn Your Leisure. I put eyes on the content we make. That's what I'm good at. I know how to get the message viewed by people. I know how to target the audience. Now, particularly for Earn Your Leisure, I was doing digital media, but we didn't have the finances to get a manager, to get customer service, to get operations and things like that. I had my own business. Rashad had his own business. And Troy was a teacher in the city schools. Actually, in New Rochelle. How does that look for me? I had to do all those things. I had to play all those parts. I had to do customer service. I had to do operations. Now that we grew to a point where we can delegate a lot of those responsibilities, I'm actually able to have a little bit more time for myself and do things like make videos and put them online or start this type of business for myself or things like that. In the beginning, it was everything that I needed to be. I was that person. I seen the vision and I seen where it was going. So I was willing to invest everything I had to make it happen and still am. And I love the fact that we were able to get to where we are and still growing. I like to just stay like I could sit behind this computer all day long. I enjoy it. Some people hate the computer. I love the computer. I tell everybody, I said at 14 years old, my brother, he showed me Photoshop 3.0. That's aging where you had to get online with Prodigy. I'm bringing it back. He showed me this Photoshop and I was able to make a flyer for these local parties. And I'm like, I love this. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And little that you know that I'm literally living my dream. I'm doing exactly what I love to do. And it's been an amazing run. Three friends from high school, you've been able to build this huge financial literacy platform, eight-figure media empire. What would you say are the reasons behind the success of Earn Your Leisure? Our consistency and our persistence are unmatched. We started this podcast in January of 2019. We didn't put a dollar into our pocket for 18 months. We literally put everything into this business for 18 months straight, not taking a dollar out. That meaning like Rashad had to lose money in his company because he was putting more attention to Earn Your Leisure. That's Troy losing time with his family because he's putting more time in Earn Your Leisure. And that's me losing clients with my business because we're putting more time in Earn Your Leisure. So we're losing money with our first income to build this massive company because we've seen the vision. And that's basically what it looks like. Consistency and commitment. We were consistent, committed, persistent. Like I said, I'm not saying that we're not talented. I'm not saying that we're not the best because we can be the best. But what I'm saying is to everyone out there, people take their talent for granted. Like boxers, for instance, they start to tend to think that they are unbeatable and they don't train as hard enough. What happens when you don't train as hard enough? I don't want to say no names, but it's boxers out there that are really, really talented. But if they don't put that hard work, that dedication, that consistency, all those things with that talent, they end up losing. Mm. And that's the thing. That's why I always say, like, you can be talented. Yes, talented makes it a little easier. Like LeBron James. I don't think LeBron James is the most talented player. I personally don't think that. But I'll tell you this much. No one's outworking him. I promise you that. I promise you no one's outworking him. Michael Jordan was talented. He was gifted to be the greatest. But he also worked hard. That's what it is. That's the recipe. Got it. You mentioned earlier that you've been, you know, this is not the first business that you've helped other brands become more seen or be more visible. Can you share maybe some of the things that you do, some of the secrets to getting your content in front of your target audience? One thing I will say is the most important thing is data. And once you get data, you can actually see 
it's like a visual of where you need to go or what eyes are on you. What does that mean? Like Instagram, right? If you go to your Instagram, you got an analytics dashboard and it tells you where the people are from. It tells you the age. It tells you what time people are viewing your content. If you start to understand the analytics of your data, you can amplify the amount of audience on your content because you know what age, you know what cities, what places, what times people are viewing your content. Once you understand the analytics and you have the data, there's unlimited access to viewing people because there's millions and millions of people that's 25. There's millions and millions of people that look on Instagram at a certain time. And there's things like that. I use that to my advantage. When people post a content, like for instance, Aisha Diaz, she's a model vixen. I started her brand and she wanted to be like a vixen. So I'm like, okay, cool. You're very beautiful. So this ain't going to be too hard and you're personable. So this is going to be easy. We started an Instagram. I literally started her first Instagram. And I said, listen, we're going to just do a few photo shoots and we're going to post you and see what's going on. And that's what I did. I posted her and kept getting the analytics, the data. I started to read the data, see, you know, what kind of people like. And now I could put fire to that content, whether it was through ads, whether it was posting at the right times, whether it was seeing which content. Because the thing, for instance, I'm building my own personal brand. I'm posting at all different times. I'm posting a bunch of different content. I'm editing it a bunch of different ways. I'm trying to see what do people want to see from me. The thing is that the first time I spoke got the most views because that was the first time they got to see me speak. So it was a little easier. Now I have 20 videos out there versus one video. So now they're like used to my content. Now I got to see what type of content do they want to see from Michael McDonald. And that was the thing I was doing with Aisha. That was the thing we were doing with Earn Your Leisure. What type of content? Like Rashad was posting content of financial advice on his page. And he realized, but he was posting other content. But what he realizes, people like the financial advice content more than they liked him posting, having a good day. So what are you going to do? You're going to listen to the people, see what they want and post what they want. And that's how you get more engagement. You get more views and you grow your following. Once you know who is interested in your content and the type of content that they want to see, how do you get in front of more people that are exactly like the ones that are interested in your content? What I like to do is I like to run ads. I'm a person that believes in ads and I would boost the content. So the good thing, see, Facebook advertising, you don't have to be a guru. You don't at all. The thing about Facebook advertising is that people try to target certain audiences. And the thing is that when you try to target an audience in like Facebook ads, let's just talk about Facebook ads. You have a Facebook, right? And you may not put all the things you like in your Facebook. You may not fill out your profile correctly. So where I'm trying to target you, knowing that you want to see this content and I'm trying to manually target you, but you didn't make your profile who you really are. When I try to target you, it's not going to get to you. The great thing about Facebook, if you let Facebook, and this is a hack, you need to make your audience massive. What I mean by that is the age limit, keep that wide open. The location, keep it wide open. If you want United States, I mean just United States, and you run your ad, what you'll see is in Facebook ads, you'll see it's learning. And you let Facebook learn your audience because Facebook doesn't look at what you put in your profile. Facebook looks at your behavior. It looks at what you click. It looks at what you view, what you like, all those different things, what you comment on. It looks at behavior and it starts to learn the behavior of, say, you and what you like to do. And now I don't have to target, manually target to get to you. 
because you didn't fill out your profile correctly. Facebook knows you better than I know you and better than you filled out your profile because it's your behavior. And now I let Facebook learn my audience. Once I let Facebook learn my audience for what I want to advertise, and it actually says, I got your audience. It literally says learning achieved or something like that. And once it says that, I put as much as money as possible. Because if I can put $1,000 into something and I get $2,000 back, you got to ask yourself, if you gave me $1,000 and I gave you $2,000 back, how much money would you give me? And it was unlimited. You give me everything you got. And that's basically how I would get eyes on my content, if that makes sense. Yes. And I love that because I think I never thought about it that way. I would think that you would be specific in the age range in the beginning, but it actually makes sense because people are not necessarily extremely diligent about filling out their profile. And so you might actually miss out on someone that would be the perfect for you. So I love that. That's a gem for sure. Tell me about you guys have been able to build this amazing brand and every week interviewing brilliant minds. What are some of the things that you learned about money and wealth since starting Earn Your Leisure? I don't really like the stocks because it's not tangible. You're investing in a piece of a company that I'm not going to say it's not tangible. That's not correct. It is tangible because you do have a percentage of a company, but it's not tangible. I can't touch it. So I'm in the midst of falling. Like I'm dating right now. I have a relationship. Like I'm dating with real estate. I think I'm falling in love with her because I could touch it. I could see it. I could use it. It's amazing. And real estate, when I got introduced to real estate with Earn Your Leisure, because I was scared to invest in real estate because I'm like, what if I don't like it? What if I want to move? The thing about it is if you want to buy a property and you're right now, you're scared because you might not want to live there forever or even your income might change. You can always sell the property and a bank doesn't want to take your property. Let me tell you that. Foreclosure is the last thing a bank wants to do. They have other things that they need to do. They're not trying to be a landlord or manage property. You have so many options if your income changes or if you want to move. It's so many options, whether it's selling it, whether it's refinancing it, whether it's taking a HELOC or so many things. There's so many options with real estate. The greatest thing about real estate, though, is it's tangible and it's always going to go up. Real estate, it may go dips and down, but over a long period of time, it's always going to go up. It's always going to go up, especially if you buy in a big city or a major city or things like that. It's always going to go up. So that's the best investment I've learned with earning leisure is real so, estate. I know you said, so you do some options trading. Do you invest in the stock market long term at all? I don't do any options trading at the moment. You recently became a father. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I can't wait to hear about how fatherhood has changed you as a businessman. He's actually the reason why I got in front of the camera. And I say that because it's like, if you're building brands, you're as good as the face of that brand. If the face of that brand doesn't want to do that particular brand anymore, then all the work and all the hard work that you put into that brand doesn't mean anything anymore because the brand's gone because the face is in control of the brand. I thought about that. I'm like, and it's a famous quote. I walked into a Wall Street Trappers studio a couple of weeks ago, right? It reminded me of something. Let's read it. If you allow them to feed you, you give them permission to starve you. And I'm not saying because I'm a partner in all my companies that I'm a part of at the moment, right? I'm a partner. I'm a percentage, but I'm just the guy that's in the back. I'm not the guy that's producing the content in front. The guy that produces the content is the person that's the face of the brand. If you see me and I say, I'm earning your leisure, right? For instance, they're going to be like, shut up. No, you're not. And that's okay. I'm fine with that. But if the two people that are earning your leisure, the face of earning your leisure say, we don't want to do earning your leisure anymore, 
that brand, that hard work is diminished. The money, the financial gain that I'm going to have from earning leisure doesn't happen anymore because the face of the company is gone. I looked at that quote and I'm like, I didn't bust my butt all these years to have a son and have him be the way I grew up. He can never see the things that I had to see or had to go through to get to where I am today. I started to build my own brand because I have control of my destiny. If I want to make money, I can make money my way I want to make money. So because of my son, I said, you know what? I got to put myself in a position where I can make money on my own, on my time, and when I want to do it, and when I need it. The scarcity of the fact that if I can't put food on the table for my son, or if we're not making money with my brands, with my businesses, I just couldn't fathom it. So I said, I got to put myself in the driver's seat and I have to make money on my own. And that was what my son did for me. It's amazing. He is actually the best thing that ever happened to me. I really wish I did have a kid a little earlier. I am 40 years old. I'm a little older now, but I guess God has an alignment for you and he puts things in your life at times where you need him. And I think I needed him the most now and he's the best thing that ever happened to me. And I appreciate him and I thank him for giving me the confidence to even be talking to you. That's amazing. Would you say that that it has also to do with you wanting to get more into real estate or were you doing that prior to your son? I was doing real estate prior to my son. I was definitely doing real estate prior to my son. I opened a business name under my son's name. He's going to be 21 years old, having so many properties and stuff. So everything is for him. Anything I do in life right now is for him. I just put a post on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, I'm not Michael McDowell anymore. I'm Legend's dad. That's my name. And that's cool with that. I'm Legend's dad. I'm living for him at this point. Everything is for him. Nothing's for me anymore. It's for him. Love it. Michael, I always end the interview with a round of rapid fire questions. I'll ask you a question and you can just answer with first thing that comes to mind. It could be like one <laughs> sentence. Tell me about a book that changed your perspective on life. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. What's one life lesson you learned the hard way? That's how one <laughs> life lesson you heard of getting arrested. I won't say it's <laughs> far, but getting arrested. What's one thing about money you wish you could tell your younger self? Don't spend it on stupid shit. I had to say this shit. I'm sorry. What's the best investment in yourself you've made so far? Time. I invest time in myself, like building myself, preparing myself to even speak and to talk and do like myself. I mean, time. Filling the blank in three words or less. Money to me is? Money's a tool. What do you want your legacy to be? Legend's dad. Legend's going to be incredible. I'm a visionary. I've seen Rashad and Troy. I've seen in them before they've seen in them. So I'm a visionary. I'm telling you, let's go. that's going to be my biggest investment. I'm telling you. It's going to be something incredible. You heard it here first, guys. Michael, for the dreamers who might want to get in touch with you or find out more about you, where can they go? McDonald and Fit. That's what I'm going to be promoting right now, McDonald and Fit. That's M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D-A-N-D-F-I-T.com. So when this airs, it'll probably be up and ready. I'm going to probably be promoting my MichaelJMcDonald.com link, but right now it's McDonald and Fit. That's what we're promoting now because it's not just fit physically, it's fit mentally, it's fit spiritually, and it's just about my last name. So that's what I like. That's what I'm going with right now. Any social media account? Michael J. McDonald. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-J-M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. All right. Thank you, Michael, for stopping by the podcast. Thank you so much for even interviewing me and taking the time to listen to me. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate everything you've done for me thus far. You're an amazing person. And I like the fact that you see, you don't just see the cover, you also see inside the package. So I appreciate that. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That was Michael McDonald. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I can't wait to see you back here next week for another episode of The Dreamers Podcast. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Dreamers Podcast. You can find the episode show notes and all of the links mentioned at dreamoflegacy.com. If you liked today's episode, here's what you can do to support me and help more dreamers discover the podcast. Follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate and review the podcast to help the podcast gain more visibility. Share the podcast with your family, friends, and coworkers. And if you really enjoyed today's episode, please take a second to tag me at thedreamers.podcast on Instagram and let me know what you liked about today's episode. All right, dreamers, that's it for today. I will see you back here next week for another episode of The Dreamers Podcast. Okay, dreamers. This podcast is for general information purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax, legal, financial planning, insurance, accounting, investment, or any other kind of professional advice or services. Please consult with an appropriate tax, financial, or legal professional to receive appropriate advice based on your situation. Sunday, skincare day is one of the ways I keep my sanity in these crazy times. Jumino is an all-natural, black-owned skincare brand, carefully handcrafted by parents who could not find the proper care solutions to address their family skin problems. All Jumino products are made of organic and high-quality ingredients meticulously chosen to give your skin the smooth results and the glow it deserves.